0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Start Scared podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and an Enneagram 6 who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations just like like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail on the back porch we're going to cut through the bs stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first so that we can live out the hopes dreams and desires that god has placed on our hearts even if we don't know what that is quite yet but i got you we're in this together so grab that after bedtime cocktail meet me on the back porch and let's do this Hey, my friend, I am so stoked that you're here today. Thank you for joining me and making me feel like I'm not just talking to myself and my cat Perry while I sit in my closet with my messy bun and workout clothes on for tomorrow. Oh, you know what? That reminds me, if you are anything like me, you live in your workout clothes, right? I, as soon as I get home from work, I change and I put my workout clothes on and I put them on for the next day, for for um, the next day, and I sleep in them. You know, I just want them to be comfortable and functional, right? But I also want them to be cute so that I can wear them outside of the house too. Well, the outfit that I'm wearing right now and 99% of my workout clothes come from Fit Couture Collection, who I brought on as a sponsor for the show because I am so obsessed with them. All of the leggings are compression and they feel like butter and they. They are legit Lululemon quality, but for half the sticker price. I am currently wearing the Black Leilani sports bra and the leopard print posy leggings as I speak right now, and I'm obsessed since they are a sponsor of Start Scared. They gave me a coupon code just for you so that you can try them out. So the link to the website is in the show notes of this episode, or you can go to fitcouturecollection.com to shop. But make sure that you use the code Lockhart, as in Christy Lockhart, at checkout to save yourself 10%, because you know that I am all about saving you some money. And anything over $100 is always free shipping. So... Have fun shopping. All right. So let's get into the reason why you are here today. I took to Instagram a couple of weeks ago. And if we're not connected over there, girl, head on over to at Christy Lockhart and let's be friends. Anyway, I asked you what kinds of things you're struggling with right now. And there were a lot of women who said that they were struggling with just feeling emotionally and mentally exhausted. And girl, did I feel that in my soul? I have been feeling mentally and emotionally exhausted from the school year. I love my job. And if you didn't know, I am an intervention specialist. I work with struggling readers and mathematicians in third fourth and fifth grade, but I honestly did not think that it could get any harder than last year with us being virtual. We were going in and out of quarantine all year, plus being displaced for two weeks after a flood at our school due to the Snowmageddon. And if you don't know about Snowmageddon, Google it, Snowmageddon 2021 in Texas, and you will see what happens. But anyway, somehow here we are, right? Like this year is so much more challenging than i Thought that it could be, but I, I feel tired and run down most days. And you know, you know that I am such an advocate for putting yourself first. I mean, that's the whole premise of this this podcast, right? And I'm not going to lie. Lately, I have been a slave to the snooze button, and I have not been working out as often as I would like to. And in actuality, I think I only worked out. I wish I had it in front of me. Um, like 30% of the month last month, it was clearly not a priority. And this leads me to beat myself up. And then it causes me to cycle back into negative eating habits and habits that don't serve me and make me, fe- they don't make me feel good, right? And it's a vicious cycle that in real time, I am trying to break. And so if you feel emotionally and mentally exhausted too and can relate to any of this, no. you are not alone. And because so many of us are feeling drained or maybe you haven't even recognized that you're exhausted, you feel like this is just life because it really can be a slow process to overwhelm, right? I actually decided to do a little bit of research for you and for me. And I found an article in Medical News Today on how to recognize and cope with emotional exhaustion. And emotional exhaustion usually arises after a period of stress. Makes sense, right? Duh, like right now, teachers and medical professionals are at an all-time high stress level, and a lot of people are seeing stress due to finances, the fear of the unknown or from work, or stress due to family or friends, and other things that you may be going through right now that may induce a high level of stress could be going through a significant life change, (laughs) like a lot of us are, you know, divorce or death of a loved one, being a caregiver. I know my mom is a caregiver to my grandmother. Experiencing financial stress, which I know a lot of you are going through. Having a baby and raising children. Hello, we're all moms here, right? Or most of us are. Juggling several things at once, such as work, Family and school, hello, that's being a woman, right? Living with a chronic medical condition, working long hours, or working in a high-pressure environment. And I'm gonna guess that you can probably relate to at least one of those things, right? Okay, so we know that we are burnt out. End of story, right? But we don't have to continue to be burnt out. But you know what? We can do something about it, right? And because obviously what I'm doing, remember, I'm talking just to myself like I'm talking to you. What I'm doing right now is not working. And since this is a come with me podcast, I want to be fully transparent and remind you again that I am right there with you. I am feeling this too. Okay, so according to the Medical News Day article that I found, this information here, uh, th- it, this inf- let me try that again. So <laughs> according to the Medical News Day article that I found, um, here are some ways that we can reduce emotional and mental exhaustion because that's why we're here. So to reduce emotional exhaustion and burnout, people typically need to make lifestyle changes, which makes complete sense, right? And in some cases, this means getting on medication or going to therapy, which you know, I am a huge advocate for therapy and it has been a legit godsend for me. And if you don't know where to start, there is a link for BetterHelp for two weeks free in the show notes for you to get your feet wet with therapy. You can do it from the comfort of your own home um, and you um, can do it virtually with a therapist who is licensed in your state. Okay, so anyway, there are um, some treatments and tips to help you with your recovery from mental and emotional burnout. So for one. I think I have like seven. So one, reduce stress. Easier said than done. I know. But where possible, people should try to reduce sources of stress, right? Because that's what's causing this a mental, this mental and emotional exhaustion. We need to take on fewer tasks. We need to say no. We need to delegate to others and we need to ask for help. I personally do not like to ask for help. I personally don't like to delegate. So I am going to really, really be thinking about what needs to be done by me and what can be done by somebody else to reduce my stress. All right, number two, make healthy lifestyle choices. And again, you know that I am a huge advocate for this too, right? And in full transparency, again, I have been floundering in this area. Like I said earlier, I've not been working out like I should. And um, remember, I don't do it to lose weight. I do it to feel good. And I also have not been fueling my body in the way that makes me feel good, right? So this is not about a physical thing. This is a 100% about feeling the way that you deserve to feel because feeling your best is then going to help you serve your best. So number three, things that we need to do, we need to eat a balanced diet. We need to eat fruits and vegetables and whole grains. Yes, carbs are not bad for you. It's the type of carbs that you may be choosing, but whole grains are super important as well as lean protein. We also need to limit how much alcohol we drink. And I know that since quarantine, we kind of went off the deep end or if you're anything like me, went off a little bit on the deep end of drinking too much and that was kind of hard to kind of rein it back in. But we know that that makes us sluggish. It helps us not sleep well and it definitely doesn't do anything for our bodies or our skin. Um, Definitely avoid tobacco smoking. Exercise for 30 minutes a day, most days of the week. And this doesn't have to be a hardcore workout. It can be a walk around the freaking block. Establish a sleep routine by going to bed at the same time every night and getting seven to nine hours of sleep. This has been a huge game changer for me. But again, I'm still struggling. So there are other things that I need to fix as well. So number three, all right. So number one, we've already talked about. Um, number one, reduce stress. Number two, make healthy lifestyle changes. So number three, maintain a good work-life balance. When I was a classroom teacher, I would work until at least five o'clock every single day. And I would still bring homework with me. I don't know if you can relate to that. But now that I'm in in this intervention specialist role, it has made it so much easier to stop work at a certain time and leave work at work. And, but I fully encourage you, as a mom, to set a time to leave and leave. Your to-do list will never be done, girl. It will be there tomorrow, but your family needs you. So try not to let work or caring for a loved one, if you're a caregiver, take over your life. I know easier said than done, but it will definitely help reduce that stress and help uh, reduce that mental and emotional exhaustion. Another great suggestion that was made in this article is to take breaks throughout the day. And actually, studies show that we can only be, as humans, productive up to 50 consecutive minutes. And I know for me, when I get in the zone, I can find myself at a task for hours, but then my brain is fully fried. Hey, Perry. is fully fried, and I haven't moved, and my butt hurts. I don't know if you can relate to that either. So my encouragement for yourself and for me is to set a timer for 50 minutes. Or even less than that, and then when your timer goes off, get up, move around, take a take a walk, take a break, and then leave work when it is time to leave work, and leave work at work. <laughs> okay, number four, practice mindfulness. Regular mindfulness. Um, this can reduce anxiety and depression and improve your mood. Studies show. People who practice mindfulness report significantly less emotional exhaustion and more job satisfaction than those who do not practice mindfulness. Okay, so one of my goals um, for this year was to start meditating at least three times a week. Definitely not something that I've done. And in all honesty, I have not made time for it because it hasn't been a priority because it's not something that I see the benefit of yet. But when I do meditate, even if it was for, if for five minutes, I, I notice a difference in the way that I feel. I do feel kind of weird. I do feel like I don't know if I'm doing this right. But if I do make the time, it does make me feel better. There are a lot of places that you can get guided meditations. I don't want you to just go, I'm gonna meditate because who the heck knows how to do that, right? So there are lots of places who um, do guided meditations. We, you can go to the Calm app. You can use Headspace. I pers- personally use um, when I do meditate every once in a while. Um, the guided meditations on Beach Body on Demand, which is from, oh, I can't remember um, what app it's from. Uh, I'll probably remember as soon as I stop recording. But anyway, so practice mindfulness. That was number four. Number five, connect with others. We have spent so much time isolated and away from people and away from people who make us feel happy. So, I want you to think about when was the last time that you went out with girlfriends? I know, I'm raising my hand like I'm in school. I know it has been a long time for me. And so I challenge you, just like I'm challenging myself, to call up a friend, schedule a date with them, or join a club, something that you can get yourself surrounded by people who will lift you up so that you're not just sitting at your house by yourself, full of overwhelm. Number six, change your attitude. As an Enneagram six, I can swing towards the negative, which puts me in a lousy headspace. And this is something that I'm really trying to teach my son, Bruce, in real time. So things that we can do to change our attitude, right, is focusing on what is going right in our life rather than what is not. Replacing negative thoughts with more positive or realistic thoughts. Avoid comparison with others. Accepting that sometimes negative feelings occur and not fighting them. Letting yourself sit with those feelings, but then not staying there, staying in the present rather than focusing on the past or anticipating the future because you can't change any of those things, right? And remember that these these unhelpful feelings, they're going to pass. This is not something that we are always going to feel, and then number seven. Oh, by the way, um, I heard on my friend, um, uh, Christine J. Hugh, uh, Beyond the Couch podcast today, she said that it's my race at my pace. So I love that when we're talking about avoiding comparison with others, you are living your own race and you're doing it at your own pace. So you can't compare yourself to Susie Q down the street who. Looks like she's got all of her shit figured out because chances are she probably isn't or doesn't, but you just don't know it because she hides it really well. All right, so number seven, of course, we've talked about this already, therapy. Again, check the show notes for a place to start. Two weeks free to start seeing a licensed therapist in your state who can help you combat your feelings of stress and overwhelm and mental and emotional exhaustion. Okay, so to recap, ways to help combat the feelings of mental and emotional stress, one, reduce stress. <laughs> Do what you can to reduce that stress. Two, make healthier lifestyle choices. Three, maintain a good work-life balance. Four, practice mindfulness in a way of meditation or journaling. Five, connect with others. Six, change your attitude. And seven, go to therapy. All right, so now the first step is to admit that we're struggling, right? But we cannot stay there because it is only going to continue to get worse if we stay stuck. We have to take our lives into our own hands because who's gonna do it for us? It's up to us to try to fix what is not working for us. Which one will you choose to incorporate into your life? Which one of those seven things? I'd love to hear which tip you're gonna try first. So slide on into my DMs at Chrissy Lockhart and let me know so that I can cheer you on. Because ain't nobody got time to be stressed and overwhelmed, right? So for me, I'm going to make meditating and practicing mindfulness more of a priority. And so I would appreciate if you could hold me accountable. All right. So, um, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually going to put a goal tracking sheet that I created. I'm going to put them in the show notes for you. And, um, because I'm a data girl and I like to see my progress along the way. And so I can celebrate those small wins. And then, um, anyway, I think that's super powerful. So I'll put all that in the show notes for you. You can check that out. All right. So can I ask you a favor? If this episode resonated with you in any way, can you share it with a friend? hit the share button right now. Share it with her. You don't even have to stop me. I can keep listen, keep talking to you in your ear while you share this with a friend. Or another way that you can share Start Scared is by taking a screenshot of this episode and then you can post it to your stories on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Christy Lockhart so I could get super excited. And personally say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to not only listen to me and make me feel like I'm not alone, but also for getting the message out to even more mom or women who need to hear it too. I am so incredibly grateful for you. And I'm so incredibly grateful to be on this journey with you. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Um, it's, all, it's going to be all about the Enneagram with an Enneagram coach. So be ready. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. My mom, come on <laughs> Hey, girl, duty calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would share it with a mama friend who may also need one of our back porch cocktail chats. Go ahead and share it with her right now. Or it would be totally awesome if you could screenshot and share this episode on social media and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I could get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. So cheers to you and our growth together. And remember, I am rooting for you and I love you. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.